Going? Yeah, I'm usually pretty loud, Cap. Nobody's ever like very loud. We need the big quiet thing. Yeah. Man, <laughs> we made it through last night. Barely. That was wild. Yeah, it was getting a little <laughs> it was getting a little hairy for a minute. And it's always like thirty minutes to an hour before you get there. Yeah, it's the last leg. The all last the time. Leg. I almost like... fell asleep. It was right when I was getting ready to fall asleep and then I hear Dakota? Dakota? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we was running a little hot. We yeah. made it. We only went over over the red once, right? No, we never went over the red. We the, was in the normal, but we was pushing the second time it was close. We so was pushing the red a little bit. Yeah. She I just was hammered needed, down on her. She just needed a little mm-hmm. break. So ninety three, never been through the mountains, as far as we know. I'm pretty confident. Between that and the muffler falling off. Yeah, we was uh <laughs> we dragged the muffler for a good little ways. How long? I didn't hear it. I was on the phone or something. I didn't even know it was ever dragging. Yeah, I only heard it for I don't know maybe like a block or so. It okay. wasn't real long. It was right when we turned off yeah, when it probably much. dropped down. Is when I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying that we didn't drag it longer than that, but that's when I heard it. Yeah, and then Dakota's like, "Man, you need to pull over. What is that?" Yeah, I didn't know what. We well, were when doing. I first listened to it, I was just hoping it wasn't something to do with like the freaking engine or something. Right. I thought it was something in the, like the wheels, kind of. Is what it kind of like sounded like. Maybe like something was grinding up in oh, the wheel, yeah. you know. And uh, now it actually wound up being a pretty. That's pretty easy fix. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah. You just rip it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it for somebody. Yeah. There's some free scrap. You know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it was useless. Yeah, pretty much for us. Freaking had holes all in it and everything. We could have, you know, stuck it to the top, strapped it down, get pulled over through. Why don't you have a muffler? We do. It's it's on the top of the van. (laughs) Technically not installed, but I mean, it's on the van. We plan on installing it. It's on the van. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Heck yeah. Man, this event, so when I was looking at the, the parking, it's it's weird how it's like each year and stuff, you know, you're going in. Some of them, like you remember the venues and kind of what it looks like and then sometimes you like look at the parking well this one is specific view over top of the arena like immediately just like i remember you know it's like you get those memories that kind of flash right. back about i haven't been to hampton in uh, a few years uh but the you know the last time that i was there if it's in the same place then it, it was dang same one like it yeah. was packed and it's kind of steep up on yeah. both sides. Yep. They they fill it out. It's yeah, usually it's a, a good board. It's a, it's a nice little place. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time they've had bowl teams, I think. Maybe they did it last year. Yeah. But I know um, in years past, it's been... Um, well, heck, yeah, I think it was Jerome Davis. He brought bowls last time. Yeah. They just hired out guys last yeah, year. Hired out. Yeah, hired out. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was last year or the year before. Right. Because the last... Well, heck, since COVID, you know, talking about COVID, since then... The velocities have been like two on a weekend, right? So there's been a lot more. Yeah. But well, really, the year of COVID too. That 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 year leading up to it was the same deal. They started doing like doubles. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. I it mean, is. that gives that uh, lets that many more people get into the events and everything. Well, and like I that. think like this year and stuff, it's been like me and Keith were talking. It's been kind of a mixture on like east coast and west coast and mm-hmm. kind of you know you kind of get your preference on which side you which want to side go you want to go. And yeah. I mean, we're a little closer to the to the east coast right yeah uh i feel like i'm kind of more or less right in the middle of it but i usually travel with all of you guys so right i might as well just go to the east side anyways yeah and that was uh this is like your first year you've done pbr since been a while yeah it's been a while uh well no since the yeah whenever covid was it was it that year yeah whenever the covid hit and then you just kind of did your teams and yeah just had some other things going on at the house and helped my dad with 
uh, doing the bull teams and, you know, the amateurs and all that kind of stuff. Right. And uh, doing that shebang. And Do you guys split up, you and your dad? Like, how many head do you have? Uh, well, we used to have, you know, anywhere from 10 to 15 using bulls. Uh, but now we're just we're just about five using bulls is all we have. We haven't really been going on it uh, much lately. Uh you know, but we always have some around. Yeah, and are those like so? The, a lot of those amateur bull teams and stuff. Is it uh, four head like this one, or is it three head? Um, uh, bringing the bull like yeah, like bull taking team. bulls. Uh, usually, it's two. They oh, do a it's lot two of, head yeah, really. Okay. That way, you can take more uh, more entries. Yeah, and more people can get in. And now, did they just change that with the PBR? Because I know it's four head now. No, I think they've been four. They have been uh, four head per team. Yeah, huh. yeah, they just. I don't know why they. I think they just kind of started doing that, honestly, around the amateurs and stuff, just to allow more people to more get guys, and yeah. play the game. Yeah, yeah sure. Well, Take and heck, yeah, heck, you you probably don't have just tons of guys that just have you know four yeah, head. And really, if you take four to, bulls, you probably have to take five just in case one gets hurt. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, uh, they're liable to get crippled up on the road. They're liable to get you know if it's a two night deal, they're liable to uh, maybe get hurt the night the first night or maybe just get sick or just don't feel good didn't buck very good so then you're gonna put money on them then you know you're gonna you want the best odds that you're gonna possibly have so uh, if like say one didn't do good the first night and i had a backup sitting there then i'm probably gonna throw in the backup just just in case just in case yeah yeah, yeah. no that makes sense what are uh fees for those like 1500 for a lot of the smaller ones, uh, yeah, anywhere seems like from five to fifteen, yeah, pretty much. There's some that's twenty five hundred, um, and then you got the ones that are like, how do they do the payouts on all of these? So is it like, is it added money? Is is the most of it added money, or is it just like your fees going back into the pot? That's wondering. pretty much it. Um, uh, I put on a couple of events and stuff every year, and and we don't. You know, we don't really add money to the bull team it's side of it. It's just kind of just, what yeah, the entry plan. fees are. Yep, gotcha. Exactly. And then it pays usually four to five holes. Just depends on how many teams you have in it and all this and that. You know, usually the last hole, you get your fees back. You get your fees pretty back. Pretty much. Maybe yeah. like 100 or 200 more, you know. And what's so what's the balance? So, like, okay, so going down the road, me and Keith have been talking about how – um like you'll have a weekend where the bull power is really low and then maybe another weekend where the bull power is a little bit better and they seem to be kind of every other weekend type yep. deal. And so what's kind of the balance a lot of times, you know, with deciding what you take as far as bull power is concerned and what what's winning? Like what kind of, you know, is it is it the guys that are, you know, maybe taking the better bulls and they may lose some, but, you know, then they, they freaking win some because right. – or, you know, kind of that balance as I think, far as the making business decisions yeah. where you're not just gambling. Yeah, I think that's, I don't know, that's probably more of it is um, I would take the buckier end of my bulls, but the ones that get rode a lot yeah. seems to, you know, like a lot of people get along with them. A lot of people ride them for ways, and then if they do ride them, they get scored pretty good, you know. So. Do you, did that change, like, obviously, like between going to amateur deals and going to, or is it kind of, a lot of these guys, do they have the same pin? No. Or do they have uh, pins yes they're no. taking to, you know, amateur yeah, deals? Yes and no. There's some that's got pretty much the same pin, and they run the same ones through there. Yeah. Um, you know, some have some younger bulls or whatever that they're trying out to see right. exactly what they are, if they can sell them or whatever. 
and uh, or to see if they're going to make the cut, start going with them, you know, on the road or whatever. Yeah. Especially so, guys raising them. Yeah, for sure. And how how many how how much are guys raising, and how much is it just straight like buying? Like, I mean, I know like Chad Wade. Mm. It seems like he's been buying a bunch. Yeah, he and, used to raise a bunch of bulls. Um, but I it, exactly, it seems like here lately he's just been been buying, buying the good more ones. bulls, you know, that are uh, four, five, six years yeah. six years old that are really good that well are, heck and even like going to these pbr so um that uh southern twist yeah that, that was there last weekend um brandon davis wrote him and um uh he won it last week grayson grayson wrote him out of the rights you remember that bull mm-hmm. really up and down he's in it tonight so somebody i think it was uh lane lamb that just bought it okay from miller so it's kind of interesting yeah. you see some of those bulls just all of a sudden getting strapped you know yeah. You know, four or five times, and then all of a sudden, when these bull team guys snatch them up, which you know, I know that like so, the bull teams have kind of hurt a lot of these guys that are just hauling. Yeah, they have a rodeo bit and stuff like that. However, if you if those guys do have decent bulls, you'd think they kind of could make up for that for selling it, selling them to the bull team guys. Exactly, because them them bull team bulls are uh, worth some good money. And that has the has that helped the market, the bull market having bull teams because people are now. I think it has and it hasn't at the same time. You know, I think it both has, like there's, it seems like maybe the rank bulls now almost aren't worth as much. They okay. are still worth as much money, but uh, they're hard to get rid of. They're so maybe to, the average has gone up, but there's more kind of, you know, middle but level. But the rank and everything sold. is still just kind of plateaued. You plateaued like, off, yeah. It's just, that's just kind and of that's a That's probably it. a hard deal too, though, because them rank bulls, like, I mean, really, you to have a, a rank bull that's going to really generate tons of money. Well, that they're just not probably got classics perform. and stuff anymore. You know what I mean? The classic events and yeah. all this and that. And that's kind of like what the rank bulls was. And that's and, just a year. Yeah. The classic. Um, so and, are they yeah, just they, competing? Is it, is it the world title? I'm not even sure what that looks like. So for the, for the guys that aren't bull team guys, because the bull team guys are that million dollars at the end. But with the guys, you know, that are like, you know, D and H and, burger outside of taking lots of bulls mm-hmm. which burger does you know um is it just really just pay off in terms of winning a world title with the buck and bull or um you know yeah i mean i i'm not really for sure what they get paid to you know like kind of to win the year in but yeah. i'm sure it's a pretty good penny I, and then therefore you always got people that's going to be wanting the breeding in or they're yeah. going to want to buy them breeding and huge. you kind of claim you know right. name your price and you can probably sell him if you want well and like burger he's pretty much buys right yeah he buys a lot yeah. he buys a lot and then dna is opposite he owns the breeding program right yeah I'm pretty, I mean, much. pretty much are, most people buy from him okay He'll buy a few bulls here and there but most people buy from him and he raises his own you know and, yeah. and he just bucks his own bulls burger he, he just bought he he's most so him. many yeah. of them too yeah does he have them in oklahoma and up in north yeah Dakota, he has a place or? in oklahoma uh kind of by like uh shakota okay. area i don't know exactly what you would call the uh, the town or what it's yeah. it's kind of more like a community okay you know it's not much like it's i wouldn't necessarily call it a town, town. It's just, yeah, yeah sure um but it's around shakota oklahoma area and it's it's a nice place um i'm trying to think of uh is it dan was it dan russell queen was he a contractor yeah wasn't he like uh, uh billy quaves yeah yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Dan Russell's old place that okay. they bought. Yeah, and so 
Um, it was kind of already set up a little bit for some bucking bulls and stuff. And, yeah, and he does that the rodeo. Um, he probably does he go pretty hard with Dakota rodeo. Um, Chad, honestly, have no idea. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you. Uh, I don't really, you know, I don't pro rodeo that much. Yeah. I, don't, I don't keep up with enough of it. I know they have their own rodeos and stuff. So yeah, I know he he takes on the rodeos. But yeah, no, what, what kind of? I don't. I wonder how many head he has. I know there's had, no tail. He, he had bulls bulls. everywhere. Yeah, but yeah. And a lot of times bulls, they move a lot of them chat. down south during the winter time, and then uh, you know during the summertime or whatever they they leave a lot there in Oklahoma, and then they also send a lot back up north because of all the uh, you know the run and stuff that he has. Yeah, uh, for the PBRs and everything during the summer. So yeah, and so you've been mostly doing bull teams. Um, do you get on your bulls very much at home? Uh, I used to. Uh, do you, used to, do you have a place or do you take to dirt eaters? Well, I have a place. Um, the the arena we don't buck in it anymore. Okay. We, we need some dirt and everything. You really kind of need to do some TLC to yeah. get it going back good and everything. But I do have an arena at the house. Uh, we we used to buck in it quite often, but uh, just not anymore. But usually now we go to Tahlequah, uh over to Craigfield Pots. Indoor, okay, that weird, yeah, dirty. dirty that's okay. it and he, he sold, he it. sold it. That's yeah. I remember going. Heck, that was the first time I ever met uh White Rogers and you know, like Colt kind of, Nash. And, yeah, that was uh, there's that was a bunch of, of us. Him. We always, well, we've always uh bucked out out there and everything. There's always a good me and Cole Fisher would go up there. Yep, yeah, there's and usually then, pretty salty set of guys. That, heck, went that was till when I first went up there, but around the time Wyatt, um. He won it. I think it was a CBR. Won like twenty grand, and then bought the bull he rode. Yep. Um, it was right then. It was right after that. And um, he still has. It might be that storming bull. I'm not really for sure, but he still has a. He still has a bull or two. Yeah, that, I I saw him at a bull team. Eh, it's been a few years. Yeah. But yeah, I I do remember telling me he bought him afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he rode him. I think two or three times or something like that. Oh, did he? he won a, yeah, won a lot of money on him. Yeah, you know what? I've never, I've never done that. So I, I don't think I've been on one bull more than, like at a rodeo, maybe twice. Oh, really? My most maybe, maybe three times. Yeah, maybe three times where I've rode, you know, got on the same bull and rode him. Right. You know, and just had that. But I, I, I had, haven't gone to just tons of bull teams. Yeah, the bull same teams, bull teams. The bring, the bring your own riders. And yeah, stuff like that. I've yeah. been to. Okay, so I've been to two bring your own riders take that back i've been yeah two so the first one i went to it was up in is it by fort scott maybe uh yeah was it like jesse pullman's house yeah 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 yeah. so i went there and i couldn't you know find anybody and so i got a hold of lj and i told lj i'm like i want the bucky spool you have because i'm not five four oh yeah you got on um um Oh, is that one horn? Yeah, bull? the one horn bull. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was his name? Cow, cow, uh, the the zoo. Uh, it was some goofy. Yeah, it was. But uh, uh, I know exactly. Quentin, what. what's that red horn? One, one, one horn red bull. Berserk. Berserk. Yeah, Berserk. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so that's the one he brought. He's little, and he actually that was one of the first trips he went right, and kind of caught me off guard and had me tipped over. But um, I remember telling LJ, I'm like, look, I don't. Like coming to these, and I know the only way I'm going to win money if I get on a bull that yeah, that bucks that could buck. That's so. a that's a bad. I used to go to a bunch of them, and 
Um, I'd get on the same. Like I actually do have a couple of the bulls that I used to get on before I before I owned them. Brett Barrett had oh, them and everything. Barrett's and, had a lot of yeah. bulls too. Good and then ones. We wound up with a couple of them, and man, me and this one, I think I wound up getting on him like ten times, and I rode him. I don't know, probably six times, yeah, seven times, something like that. And and uh, every time I rode him, you know, I, I'd win the round or win the money or something like that. And me and him clicked pretty good. But I re- I really don't like to get on the same bull like too many too times. Many times. Just yeah. say, man, it's almost like they, they get smarter too. If you're yeah, the only one sure. that's getting on them and, you know, you're strapping I, them every time, they're either going to they're either gonna quit on you or they're going to get smart on you. I bet it's frustrating too if you fall off of when you rode. Oh, yeah, it is. And But they thought, you know, they're. They're not dumb. Yeah, no, know, they'll throw a little trick. They'll sometimes just say, Well, and you, you never know. know. Some of them bulls, step they'll step go, in. they'll do the same thing for so long, and then they switch One up. One day, yeah. They yeah. Called, uh, for instance, I have a bull called Pure Gangster. He always looked left, back around to the right. Yeah. I rode him a bunch. And um, now, he's usually just right there to the left. Like, I'm tired of it. <laughs> Code, the last time he got on him, uh, he looked left. Was back around to the right, and then the next day I drew him was right there to the left. Right there to the yeah. left. Well, Whoopa, Whoopa's yep. been going right. Yep, too. Yeah, yeah. That's that's fascinating. the The bull teams have really, since COVID, really been taking off. I mean, before then it was kind of going on, but I I feel like I don't know. Maybe since the PBR brought brought up the CBR, yeah. I don't. I mean, the, at the amateur level, it's gotten big because like back in. Back in 2015, you know, two probably, and before then, maybe 2017 before then, like in the Midwest, you had NFPB, BOA, and then all of a sudden, you just see all of these guys saying, hey, we can do this by ourselves, and you see this fracturing take place, and now there's a billion different people, and now there's a kind of, you know, producing an event with a bull team financially, it's easier. Well, it's definitely just easier, because you don't have to pay out um, you know, a stock charge more or less for 40 to 50 bulls yeah. that night. And you don't have to provide them necessarily yourself either. Um, just bring in a bull team, you know, and, and they pay right to be there. And it makes sense for the PBR, because if you think about the PBR, they own very little. Mm-hmm. They own the PBR LLC, you know, the PBR, the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, they rent everything out. You know all the trucks and the arenas and right. everything. They don't own them. You know they're well. KP owns the yeah. The KP one arena. KP does, but yeah. he rents them to the PBR mm-hmm. and he rents them to other people. You know during the summer and stuff. Right. I was just talking to him about that the other day. He's like, yeah, if I'm you know if I'm not taking them to a PBR or whatever, I'll rent them out. Rent them out. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the only way to make money. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. It's not as well. I bet he's paid off that thing. Oh yeah, thirty times. Yeah, at least. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Heck, I wonder how many people do that. Well, probably a lot of these people bring their own. Like, how does that work? So, are all of the events? How many events are you putting on now? Um, roughly ten. And you know. and are all of these at like specific places? Like, I know you're doing LJ's house, which LJ's got a setup. Yeah. Or how many do you have to bring the setup in? Um, I usually try to find a place that already has it. Already has. So you don't have to rent out. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And if I do, then I get a hold of Isaiah Dunn and rent and get his. Uh, okay. Um, but still, I mean, that's a, that's just another, uh, that's another price that you have to worry about as sure. a producer if it doesn't already have the setup. Yeah. And I bet LJ's is, well, so LJ's, um, 
So I guess some of them, you know, obviously it's probably super helpful to have something that's covered, you know, but that doesn't happen a whole lot. So right. what does that look like within, you know, what you guys do? Uh, I mean, how often does that bite you versus, you know, I mean, it's just part yeah. of it. Rodeos out, yeah. outdoors, you know, we're putting on bull riding for the most part of the outdoors outside of, you know, these stadiums and stuff. So it's usually not too bad. Um, sometimes it'll be a little sloppy or whatever, but if you work your ground right, uh, it's usually not too, too awfully bad. What about for attendance and stuff? As attendance, if it's raining, you're not going to. You're not going to. It cuts into it, man. Yeah. But um, if it's not raining, then you're probably, as long as you did your job as advertising uh, and yeah, everything like that, got it, the yeah. word out, then you should do okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, and there's not just a whole lot of bull rides each year that are just pouring down rain during the. Yeah. I mean, it seems like there's times of the year. Um, there were these little spurts. It's like, man, it seems like the last two or three we went to was muddy. Yeah. But other than that, no, there's really not a whole, whole lot. And do you, like, uh, I mean, what's that been like as far as riding and putting on bull ridings and just taking your bulls to bull teams? Because I've seen you at, you know, this past summer. So when I came back from knee surgery, I didn't go to any PBRs because the team was going on and I didn't enter the draft or anything because of my knee. So I just was kind of staying around the house going, I went to some amped ups and right. MRTAs and stuff and seeing you had a couple where you had bulls, but you were also riding. Yeah. So what's that like, that process? Cause uh, I call that insurance. <laughs> <laughs> that way, hopefully one of us will be bringing home some money, but um, it just, I don't know. Sometimes it's usually my dad's there. So like, I don't really have to worry about necessarily like, yeah, the bull side of it i try to just worry about riding bulls and then if there's you know if there's a gap there or whatever and You'll i've already been or on something. or what whatever yeah i'll help or flank yeah. whatever but um if if i'm right there around it or even on one of them then he's on his own you know you're yeah. gonna have to get it done and, and i'll get my end of it done too so. yeah that's funny yeah yeah i bet that's pretty I bet it keeps your mind occupied, you know, despite uh, all the hauling and stuff. And... Yeah, it's it's something where you don't just get to sit around and think over and over and overthink things. Overthink, you just, yeah, you're just kind you, of in the just, flow of it. Yeah, exactly, because you got to get the bulls there yeah. and get them pinned and this and that. And, but that's one thing about it, too, that it's, like, it's constantly on your mind, technically, because it's bull riding. Yeah, you know, sure. you got the bulls and everything else, but it's not just like just sitting and thinking about bull riding. And how many... So how many events like so, you know, not not riding PBRs and, you know, just going in the summer or whatever to all of these amateur deals. How many events um, are you riding in and taking bulls or is your dad taking them to a different event or, you know? Uh, yeah. Now that back on the road and everything, he'll be doing a lot of the hauling. Uh, yeah. Him and my mom. But uh... Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Rodeo Wagon podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you go to your app store and download Western Edge app. Um, it's there that you can check out all of the cool businesses. You can get connected to rodeos near you and you can find cowboy hats, kind of like our sponsor, Sombrero brand, Cowboys Finest. They make sweet hats. Got this one right here, the hand. Next one I get is gonna be a modified Gus. Check their hats out. They're quality made, made in the USA, made in Texas. And also, make sure you go to westernedgeapp.com. You can get set up with one of these cool hats and some more merch that's coming along the way. Hope you're enjoying the podcast, and we'll see you here in a minute. And we're back. And All right. we're back. So, uh, 
how many events like during the summer and stuff are you going to where you like purposely like hey i'm gonna go and ride and i'm gonna take a team do you like schedule it out based on both or do you have you know do you go to very many where you're just riding and your dad's taking them or um well here in the past i've been mostly just kind of um if we take a team then i usually rode um if we wasn't taking a team then i'd kind of make my own schedule or whatever kind of do your own deal. um and you're well amped up finals coming up you yeah went to a few of them are you how are you doing that uh sitting first in those i won it last year i'm okay. sitting first in it again this year i'm gonna try to win it again and then uh probably just kind of finish out my career doing PBR is mostly something like are that. Are you going to do the team stuff or are you, yeah, you, you going to enter all I've, of it? Uh, I've been looking over the, you know, all the paperwork and all that yeah. stuff for the draft and I'll declare myself here for long. Before long. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. May 1st, I believe is the deadline. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Team stuff's going to be interesting. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think the. Did they the, add another couple teams or something like that? They added. The, not this year. Next year they're adding, Next two, year they're more. adding two more. Teams. Yeah, That's I believe I New York and I don't know where the other one is. I yeah. I, I assume New York because when they did the Garden, Sean and them were all talking about New York being a good spot. So I imagine that. Yeah, they've got something to work. Yeah, with like so that. probably I don't know about um, you know, regarding the other one. Right. Um, but I think I mean as far as. It's going to be interesting. The more teams, how many guys, you know, are, are going to be able to fill those teams yep. competitively. Um, but then, you know, that's kind of the big question mark. You know, if they do two more teams, if, the heck, if they get up to 14 where it's like a league, then. Well, I, I know, think that's where it almost needs to be, though. For this thing to kind of go, I think they need to have quite a few teams where they can really kind of have. Strategy a, will come into play yeah. as far as all of the, you know, the free agency and, and the draft will matter more. You know, you're right. not going to have anything stacked. You're going right. to have to, you're going to have to, that's where the coaching and deciding who's on your team is probably going to play. Cause then it's going to matter more, you know, exactly. Then just kind of like, you know, there's three guys that are probably equally as good, right. and, you know, you're going to have left of that, but there, it's, it's not like other sports where it's just super, super deep. You know, it's, it's not like baseball or football where there's, you know, yeah, it's, millions of athletes coming up the pipe. I would say there's, if they keep getting a, like quite a few more teams, I'd say there's probably going to be like, I don't know, roughly what like ten to twelve on a like on a team. That'd be about it. Because then last time, yeah. what they have last year, um, eight, Is that right? But that was their alternates and everything. Oh no no yeah so yeah seven or I think it was ten with practice squad. Yeah, I think that's right. So then it's probably even not even be that many. But I think yeah. more people will also announce the draft a, a lot of it will depend too. too. Like so right now it's a half season. You know, half it's regular season, like right now, and then half of it being a team series and like moving forward. I know Sean on the NFT or NFP podcast um, was saying, you know, a year ago that the goal is to make this an the PBR all teams. Right. Like the team deal is is you know the kind of what they're pushing towards. Yeah, the big leagues. You know. What do you feel about it? I mean, as far as um, I think there's more potential maybe in in monetary potential for us writers, you know, if they go that route. Um, you know, I think that more guaranteed money um, right. is something that is probably needed. And, um, you know, the Bulls are getting better and, and ranker, and, and I think that the pay should go up. I mean, 
So, so I, you're for it. I, I'm for it as yeah. long as everything's, you know, they continue to make those adjustments, which this year I think they already are in some of it. Right. You know, there's going to be a league minimum on getting paid every month, whether you're on the roster or you're on the practice squad. and Which I think they should. They like should that. be, yeah. yeah. like Because some know. of the guys I don't even think got paid. That was head sign. No, and like so, that. I mean, last year was kind of jacked up, but I mean, it was the first year they did it too. So you got to have some level of grace and right. like this is a, a new thing for everybody. But I think that they're, you know, the people that they're hiring and putting in the spots are um, people that are well versed in this team concept, you yeah. know, much more than what, you know, us rodeo guys, you know, would ever be. Um, so I think that they're 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 putting the right people in the place, and and I think the PVR kind of getting their hands out of ownership is going to be a, a good thing too. So th- this year, the first year that the PVR doesn't own any teams, right? So all the teams I believe are owned by you know, and I think that you know all of that will probably benefit, and then the PVR can actually start just go on and focus yeah. focusing on on a lot of that stuff, you kind know, that will. Yeah, running yeah. it and, and helping, hopefully helping the riders. Right. I mean, in the future, you know, you, you want to see it get to where guys are signing contracts that are legitimate contracts, guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. You know, you're making, you know, signing $250,000, you know, contract, you know. And and then, and then, the, the guy, and then and if you're one of the best in the world, you're it's multi-million dollar right. deals. So, not quite there yet, but that's kind of... If everything goes right, that's how it should be. And exactly. and you're gonna have these teams being competitive and having, you know constantly out there looking for Yeah, yeah. And they're gonna have an incentive to pay guys more money. Because you're gonna pay guys more because you're gonna want the right team. Right. The team that's gonna win. So I mean I think that all of that, you know, looks good. As far as um the team sport, um right now it's kind of like it reminds me a little bit of Live Golf. Have you watched Live much? So the PGA, you know, is kind of the same deal. It's an individual sport, right? And so Liv broke off, and they did it kind of together. So it's an individual tournament, right? Right. So uh, they can win individual money. If they win the tournament, they're going to win, you know, X amount of dollars. But they're also part of a team. So there's two pots. Right. So there's a team pot and there's a solo pot, you know. And so it's you got an incentive to do be- good both, uh, both, both sides. Both sides, yeah, yeah. You want to do, I mean, correct. And it's the same deal where it's like it. on those deals, you know, like live, like, um, it's it's a team sport, but it's not like basketball, right, or baseball, where you're actually working together in that manner. You know, um, you're still kind of you still have to you're on your own. You're on it's your all, own it's still. All you. Yeah, when yeah. you nod your head out there, like you can't rely on your teammates to kind of help pick up your slack. Else. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, so I think that's where, you know, it's a little bit different than maybe your super traditional team sports. But right. I think that you're seeing it like in the golf world and stuff where um, and I don't know about NASCAR. I don't really follow NASCAR a whole lot, but I think they maybe even have some teams. But I don't know if that's like has to do with co- competition or just like sponsors. Right. I would say it's probably that's more of a sponsor sponsorship team. Yeah. team and stuff like that. That'd be hard to which I mean, I guess it'd be kind of the same concept really you know it'd be more like in the regular season you have like team monster right and then you just have the guys but they're not it's they're not competing as a team or anything yeah 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 i don't know um and then you know i wonder what that's going to correlate with all the the team deals going on and and so when they uh bull team deals so what's that going to look like with stock 
you know, moving forward. So I wonder, you know, is it going to be the same process, I, I imagine? Like, literally the same thing yeah. as far as stock or, or how that works, you know? Honestly, don't know. Because if they go to a full year, right, right. then are the bull teams just going to be at, like, a challenger event or, you know, but then, then again, okay, so when we – uh heck were we lexington maybe i don't know one of those events when they did all the team stuff and they you know brought us in and talked to us about it and uh kent who is i don't know what his exact title is but he's like one of the directors or whatever and he's managing all of this and he talked about like you know the future of the sport being like baseball where you like have triple a teams and cities and like that so if you're going to structure it all the way down to that then you know is it has the bull teams fit into that that anyways because the way the point system is now, you know, you got the Turin Pro, which then you get the Velocity, and then you got the UTVs. None of them intermingle with each other, especially now. Yeah. So, because, because, um, well, heck, this is the first year where there's no world points. There's no world points. Yeah, you only get world. You only get world points or UTV points at so the UTV. Technically, we would be in like the minor league. Right? Correct. You know, yeah. That's kind of yeah, how that's I how like that, explained yeah. it to people. Is yeah. Like, Hundred percent. They have it's, different levels, and and last year and the year pr- prior, it wasn't it wasn't really set up like a minor league system. It was more set up, and it was even advertised as an extension tour. Yeah. So it was still world points. Everybody's still, you know, your your points this weekend are going to count towards the finals. Right. Whereas now, what you do at a velocity is not helping you get into the world finals. Only as I much mean, it helps you get on. It tour, helps you get on tour, which can get you get points if finals. you ride, yeah. but to get to the finals, but yeah. And I think. I think there's going to be a couple of holes in it because like later on in the season, say you get enough points or whatever, you make a cut later in the season. Um, but you wasn't on tour long enough to make enough points to get to the finals. There's going to be people that ain't even on tour liable to be, yeah. that make the finals over people that are on tour. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's interesting. Kinda, yeah, it is interesting. It's different. Well, the way and, it is. and even like, so, and I don't know, th- this is how I, I believe it works. So they're the, they're even a velocity global and then they're the velocity standings. Mm-hmm. So the velocity global is torn pro and velocity together points. Right. And so then that actually still helps you qualify for the UTB. Right. Mm-hmm. However, just the velocity itself uh doesn't the the finals does not go off of velocity global so your torn pro counts your torn pro points do not count towards going to the going to the velocity final right so it's almost like you have the the velocity standings and velocity points yes. then you have velocity global which is torn pro velocity and that really i guess the velocity global is only there to that i'm sure for like help get on the utb yeah. You know, so if you win a tour and pro, it gives you an advantage, you know, to get on the UTB. Right. They're but, still going to look at you kind of a thing. Because they drop every bi-weekly is what they're doing now. So every two weeks they drop the bottom five. Mm-hmm. And then I believe they take the top five from the Velocity Globe, something like that. Yeah. You know, and then that's. It's all, it's all different this year. It is different. I it's feel a, like by the time we all get the hang of it, it'll be switched up again. It was to the point when we started you know, the first three weeks, I didn't pay attention to none of it. Yeah. And I, I still, I've learned a little bit, but I'm, I haven't dove into it. It's, it's everything's changed. Yeah, there's just so much to it, but. And I'm like, they'll let you really worth my time. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Other than that, just keep calling in. Yeah, that's, yeah. just 
ride your bulls and then go yeah. where they tell you to. Exactly. But um, it is interesting all of the the changes and and what that looks like. I don't, you know, moving into next year, they're gonna have two more teams. I assume that next year they're still planning on doing the half half. Yeah. But at some point, you know, they're probably they're gonna, gonna try to venture over. Venture over, and they probably. I'm. My guess is they'll still have a a season. It'll just be. You know, they'll they'll emphasize the team deals. Yeah, and just kind of almost forget about the individual. I bet it'll be more like touring pros or something like that. Maybe in, again, you know, according to what kind of Sean was saying on that podcast. Now, this was a year ago, so a lot changes. Mm -hmm. But he even talked about the millions still being there. So, like, just riding in a regular season, still competing for that million dollars. Or riding in the team deal. But they're going to be, you're going to be pushing the team deal, which would make me you know, believe like if you're going to do that, then the teams are going to probably pay right more, more. Yeah. yeah. There's got to be an incentive to, not yeah, to go for to a million. To that, yeah. So, yeah. And I, I mean, as far as a, a business, I mean, there's probably a lot but more marketing opportunities for teams. Um, it is, it is interesting too. Cause like even like endorsements and stuff changes now because, you know, say you're sponsored by monster right as an example and you know well now you can only wear monster for you know november through finals in may because once you get on a team you can't you can't wear yeah yeah. you're you're wearing what the team you know is putting on your back and what does that look like compensation wise for you know lost sponsors or yeah that's what i've had to do like i have a couple sponsors and i just worked it from more or less that november december area to may yeah to where the world you know to the end of the world finals and then uh gave the option like if you you know if you want to more or less if you want to still be a sponsor throughout the rest of the year then we'll renegotiate whenever we kind of yeah kind of see what happens with the team thing you know what i mean sure. see, see what all can yeah and i pretty much most of mine it's you know i can i can do what i want as right. far as that's concerned but that i mean if as an athlete like if you're talking to a company like hey i'm talking to this company about sponsorship then that changes how you mm-hmm. communicate and what you structure a, a yearly contract to look like yeah you know you're either gonna make less because it's half the year or you're gonna have to find a way to compensate compensate by yeah. increasing value in some way or another right. whether that's more appearances or whatever you're doing yeah. stuff like that but I don't know. It's it's interesting, and especially you know for us because we're been around. You know, yeah. I'm 29. You're 20, 29. 29 yeah. as well, and um, so we've kind of been in it for a, a little bit. You know, these younger guys, it's you know probably going to be a little bit. I don't know if it's easier transition, but it'll, right. they, they're just they're gonna, not, it ain't they. Ain't, well, just like what you said, like we've kind of seen it go shoot two three four different ways now yeah you know well yeah involved. yeah i mean the rules themselves change almost yearly and the point the points, points all like of that. it yeah. yeah it's it's drastically different well heck i think it's probably i i don't know before silvano won three world titles i don't know if it changed so much that's true it was pretty much the same for a while uh, then it is kind of like, yeah, they was trying to figure out a way to <laughs> keep him from maybe winning or at least make him take, make him take his rerides. I think the biggest thing was more to make him take his rerides yeah. and not allowing, you know, you know, guys to, to go that route. Titles, yeah, win world titles with a bunch of 70s and stuff like that. Yeah, but 
I don't know. I mean, all of that's still kind of like he still won. Yeah, and and, and even like people, I'm a fan of it, people people complain about. Yeah, but he's coming over from Brazil, you know, and these guys are coming over. And look, you're just trying to feed your family. Right. Like you win, however you win, that's how you win. <laughs> yeah, you know. And, it, and really no, if that was the formula no for three world, world champions, then that's you know. Yeah. That's the method that works. That's that's what you do. Exactly. And as far as like all of the, you know, I know guys talk about soaking all the time and they have a clock. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a they have a clock. They have a rule in place to keep every single bull from being abused. Right. Right. And if you take up all 30 seconds completely within, you know, your time that you have, you know, and I mean, I think that that's fair game. Yeah. Um. You know, and and even with pulling the bull rope, like you can only you can only pull that rope so tight. Yeah. You know, three hands is all you get, and so I think everything everything there has probably been been good. I think there's been some good that's happened. You right. Know, uh, some of it, the intent maybe I don't know. It's questionable. Yeah. It's questionable, but uh, I think the rules are there, and I think uh, you know all that's been good. But the team deal is gonna that's gonna it, it's going to be weird and interesting too because now like how does so when we get into the team stuff and you're dealing with all of this it's like challenges and that's kind of been a new feature in the pbr the last oh, i don't i say it's a new feature five years something like that where they've had the replays well yeah. I, I watched a couple events the other day with keith and <laughs> Man, it's just like guys were hitting the challenge buttons. Coaches were all the time. Right. Yeah, and then it's almost like they was kind of abusing it at the end just because they had a challenge to spin. Yeah. They were just looking for whatever, you know, and it's... Yeah. I don't know. I think the one thing I would change is uh, if it was a challenge, I don't think the guy that... Like, they should have a designated judge sitting already back there that watches all the challenge calls and he makes his own decision because you're literally the guy, when you make a challenge, when you throw the challenge flag, the same guy that threw the rewrite or didn't throw the rewrite flag is the one watching yeah. the video back. So just make, so the, make, the, make the right call period. Yeah. But yeah I mean, just... I, exactly. But I don't think like, that's why I'm saying is I don't think uh, like that. He already seen it one way right. in his eyes. He's yeah. not going to really change his opinion. Uh, I think there should be a different judge that's not even that's, got a yeah you know wasn't even had, didn't even have a dog in the fight. Maybe he's just reviewing yeah, everything. That's exactly. his job. That's what is, they do in the NFL and stuff. While like it's happening, it's being own. reviewed exactly. and and then you know mm-hmm. yeah that wouldn't I never thought about that. And even in the individual season, man, they got that. Uh, there's the one judge that sits over there and does all the review calls and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, sure. And so uh, I don't know. I just feel like that's kind of. The one thing I would change over that, yeah, yeah it's going to be interesting. I mean, I don't know, like neither you weren't a part of it last year either, so I'm kind of. It'll be a new new world for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Huh. And yeah, then what does that do to your your summer? Then so are you just playing everything like your dad's going to take all your bull teams, and you're just going to kind of. Yeah, we'll just see what happens. I'm just going to kind of as of now play it by ear, yeah. and yeah. we'll just see what happens and got to get drafted first yeah yeah because i mean guys on practice squads you're just you're going wherever right whether that's a challenger event a pro rodeo a amateur deal i mean 
you can pretty much do. Yeah, I don't think it matters. It's kind of the same schedule. You're just waiting until you get called up. Exactly. If you're on a team, then that schedules. That's actually kind of nice. That's yeah. the one thing that it going to these velocities is inconvenient is, you know, going if you're going up and down from tour to velocity, you have you really can't you can't schedule flights. You yeah, can't, you can't book flights or anything. Everything like last minute. A little bit of a bigger cost to do it, you know, but um, shoot, get a chance to win 40,000. Yeah, no joke. What, 600, 700, yeah. you know, for a flight or whatever, maybe even a little more of it. Yeah, because generally it's last minute. Yeah. Um, although with the two weeks, that's actually an interesting thing that, that's never been there. So with the two weeks, you're guaranteed two weeks going up there. Yeah. That helps a little bit. You can you, you know, know you at least have two. You, you know you're yeah. guaranteed, you know, two events. That kind of, you know, helps a little bit. But yeah, heck yeah. Well, thanks for being on here, man. Heck we'll, yeah, Kyle. Uh, appreciate you. Go strap some and sit here talk for a minute. Yeah, I got a good one. Yeah, excited about you, it. and you wrote him once. I wrote him once. Um, I got on him in uh, Cuba, at Cuba, Missouri. That actually at one of those was it amped up. It was an amped up. Yep, mm-hmm. it was a bull team deal, and um, which he was a little younger then and stuff. But I've seen him a bunch, and um, you know, been on him the one time, shoot one the bull riding on him and everything. So yeah, I'm excited. Too. Yeah, I think it's a cool event. Um, check out his G2H. He's got apparel and stuff. Go to Facebook. Yeah, G2H clothing. Um, and then, yeah, I have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram page. Working on getting a website and everything. Um, and then the, the bull riding series, you know. Um, yeah, where can they find that at? What's it? Uh, mostly right now off of Facebook. Uh, we have a Facebook page and everything. Um our finals, this is the first time that we've ever done it. We had uh, 11, I think 11 or 12 events so far. We still have two more, um, then the finals. The finals is in June uh, June 10th at LJ Jenkins' house in Porham. Uh, we're going to have an after party just right down the road from there at a, a bar called In-N-Out. And, um, they're gonna, we'll have a band there and all kinds of stuff. So it'll be, yeah. be a good time. Um, and then we got some really big things in the works for uh next year next for, year yeah for just kind of like anything from like awards to just pretty much all kinds of stuff i can't let the cat out of the yeah, bag yet sure. dude, but there's some big stuff in the so works. Stay, so. stay tuned and follow him yeah. so zane cook and um what's your other any other handles that, uh facebook? just well yeah on, like on facebook just zane cook or and then uh you know instagram it's uh Zane GTH Cook or something like that. Uh-huh. Perfect. <laughs> That's that. I don't even know my own profile in it. Heck yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, well, I, I, there for a minute, I had all of them were different. So my, my tags were all different. And so I went back through and I'm like, this is way too yeah, confusing. You had to kind of changed all of yeah. them to the exact same thing. And it just makes more sense that way. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And now, you know, with Western Edge and <laughs> it's like I did that with my personal and now with the Western Edge and stuff, we're just, growing and we got the rodeo wagon you know it's going to have its own instagram western edge's own you know social and then mine and so i condensed it and now we're freaking spreading it out again it's cool i like it yeah it's fun so heck yeah thanks for tuning in guys uh check it out then cook and we'll see you down the road